This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek, show number 402, recorded on May 16th, 2019. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets and find your way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Average Guy.tv studios here in a grass-growing Bellevue, Nebraska. Mike, are you mowing your lawn like every other day at this point? It, it's, it's almost every other day. It's driving me nuts. We, act, we were out of town last weekend for my sister's graduation, and I came back, and I'm like... You know, this is the time, right? Because we don't have the heat yet. Actually, today we did. We're 90 plus today with the temperature. It's been amazing. So the grass is just growing like crazy because there's no heat to keep it down. Yeah. Well, it's great. We got all that rain. We had a snow. We got the rain. I I mistakenly put fertilizer on it. You know, like it's one of those things like, oh, it sounded like a good idea at the time. It's the right thing to do, right? This is the growing season. This is when it spreads. This is when it gets healthy. This is when the roots go down. This is all that good stuff. I, I do. One of the things I'd, I'd really like to do is get temperature and moisture sensors for the yard and put it in four or five or six different places just to get some idea of the ground temperature. Cause that's really important during the growing season. I've been watching YouTube videos from guys that do their, you know, lawn mowing guys or lawn maintenance guys. Yeah. Lawn rebel is one of them. And they're, they're all really concerned about soil temperatures. So making sure you're putting the right chemicals or the right fertilizers down when the temperature is the right soil or the soil's the right temperature changes the grass, the grass starts doing things at certain temperatures. So that's one of those gadgets. I don't know if you're listening and you're into lawn stuff. I, I haven't really looked at, at remote sensors, but I'd love to throw some, and I'd love to have it a combo where it was a temperature and moisture sensor on, on one of those things. Send, it, send me an email, Jim at the average guy, uh, dot TV. We've had the best run of weather in I, I mowed yesterday. The big problem was I went out, I got home mode and a plume of mosquitoes came out of the out of the lawn i'm like oh this is gonna be a long summer Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah if it's if if we have bad mosquitoes this early yikes i didn't Um, think i would ever have the issue today i was i've been uh doing a live webcast continuing education course the last two days and so obviously it's something you watch on your laptop and so today i was like this is great i can go outside get a tan and watch the webcast from the backyard, my laptop overheated. Like it was too hot to even have your laptop outside today. So I couldn't even do that. I'm like, really? I mean, that's great. We've never had that problem. Well, we probably have, but it couldn't seems you, like, to cast it to the TV or something. Do you I, was a... tr- I tried, I tried everything. Cause like, you're right. I could have, uh, but it's not a Chromecast up there. It's a Roku right, and right. Roku player didn't work. Yeah, I was trying yeah. it all. And by that point in time, I was like, okay, I'm missing more of the yeah. uh, CLE that I'm actually watching. So yeah. Good, good idea. Wait a moment. You sent him a note. Can you wait a second? Can you I'm wait trying. a second? I'm really trying to, you know, get a tan on while I watch this from my backyard. So great. So great. Well, at least you gave it, you gave it a college try. I I've did. been, I've been considering an outdoor weather kind of proof TV that, at, you know, the deck, we've been enjoying more of the deck. And of course they have a, we have a sun, one of those sun windows that kind of goes out off the kitchen and it would be the perfect spot for about a 30 inch, 35 inch waterproof that's not really true but weatherproof tv like you have out in your yeah like you have out in your area i probably wouldn't even i probably wouldn't even put it in a cabinet i don't know uh, but it would be the perfect spot when we're sitting on the deck to just open that up instead of it being up above the fireplace it'd kind of be down it and and when you're down on the deck it'd be right at eye level so i don't know mike we're we keep it's, thinking we're gonna move and then it keeps getting delayed so i don't know maybe tvs are super cheap right now well you know? that's what i was saying so i would almost because so mine uh mine's been out there for years the guy before me had it, it's weatherproof but the sealant um the front kind of screen finally started to peel which we ended up cutting off and it was fine but we realized it was also an anti-glare screen so it's almost unwatchable if it's bright out because it's just there's so much glare but i was looking at prices and to get a fully waterproof outdoor tv it's actually really expensive but i was looking at some of the other ones you can get on amazon for like 250 300 bucks for like a 4k same exact size tv i'm like i could go through three or four of these tvs you know before i bought one of the weatherproof ones and not even knowing how long this weatherproof one lasted throughout the seasons you know if i was better at closing those cabinet doors during the winter season some things to help it because i never close those cabinet doors uh it it definitely could help what if you got one that you just took down when you were done with it like take it out set make it easy enough that you could just 
put it up there and plug it in. And then when at the end of the night, like you're bringing in drinks and cups. Well, and, good. And really, I would only have to do it in the wintertime because there's no right, rain right, gets to where my right. TV is at. So I'm not worried about rain. I'm worried about really drastic temperatures. Yeah. And so change that in the uh, in the winter months. But the great thing about where we've gone with wireless, you know, our Wi-Fi is so strong now. And most of our things are streaming that we don't need coax anymore. Because that used to be a big limitation for people wanting to put TVs outside. Is, oh, I don't have coax out there. And then it was a big deal when some of the cable companies got wireless boxes. Because then you could take your wireless box outside. Now you don't even need that. You just need, you know, a Roku or whatever you need to, to set up your streaming. Especially if you're a YouTube TV person for your cable. It makes it even easier. That's what we use around all of our house we uh use roku's everywhere with youtube tv and plex and netflix and everything we're we're set yeah no i think it'd be pretty easy brian says uh, he can get you uh, ones that they have out on the smelting dock cat three hurricane category three that's what that is category three hurricane proof with 130 degree to negative 30 degree range see now that's what we need (laughs) boom anything worth doing is worth overdoing yep and that's definitely what they have get in uh, touch rob brian about that that sounds perfect because you know what that's about the temperature range of nebraska so that sounds uh sounds about right well i think i would maybe just do one get the get it the right size where i just use it um maybe it sits down here and i use it most of the time but i set it up in a way that i can quickly disconnect it take it outside have a stand for it outside where you just put it in and plug it in yeah. And like you're saying, you know, maybe it's Chromecast. We would probably use Chromecast. And you just like you use it for that night. Cause I maybe on the deck nine or ten or twelve nights a year. Not worth mounting a TV out there for that kind of use. Right. You're just right. not out there that often. And yeah, it's convenient to go just pop out there. You know, Dave's got one, Dave McCabe, he's got one out on his pool deck, but they're out there all the time. Yeah, swimming. and we're out on ours all the time. So it just yeah. makes sense to have it out there all the time. Yeah. So for me, probably different. And and maybe that's worth picking up a $99, 24-inch or, you know, even a $200, 30-inch and just have it taken in and out, you know? Yeah. And when I'm not, when I'm not using it, it, it gets put in down here to watch movies. Well, uh, and leave the leave the base on it, but have a Visa mount on the back that you could just unhook. They make those mounts so easy now where it's a string on the bottom. You pull down the string and it releases it. And you can just take yeah. the TV off. Yeah. You could be in and out in seconds well, and then that would be down a, and have your stand on it. Right. Quick connect, kind of have yep. a quick connect stand and, exactly. and bring it back in, plug it back in. It's completely wireless except for power. And so it would allow you to kind of dual use it kind of based on the need. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. Maybe I'll have to look this weekend and see what... Uh, but I can come up. Well, that all to be said, uh, we'll have links to the show notes out at theaverageguy.tv. Don't forget, you can join us live on the mobile app. Our best way to kind of experience Home Gadget Geeks, just go to homegadgetgeeks.com. We want to thank our Patreon subscribers, our faithful Patreon subscribers. You guys are ridiculously faithful. And uh, I appreciate that those are supporting. If you want to support us, you can do it a buck or five bucks, whatever. I did find some, uh, I found some old stickers, by the way. I was cleaning some stuff out. And I was like, oh, hey. There's a sticker uh, that we gave away in the back in the old days. But thank you for the Patreon subscribers and for the work uh, that you do to make sure you support us. Many of you have been joining us on the Discord group. And if you haven't done that yet, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. A lot of great conversations going there. Uh, Spartacus, I don't know, what's his name? I am Spartacus. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? He, he put a crickets meme. It's gotten a little quiet. So if you haven't, uh, if you want to go out there and contribute, and I find groups are kind of this way, right? They get a lot of traffic for a while and then things kind of die down and then some things pick back up again, maybe kind of based on what the community's thinking or feeling or whatever they're doing. So join us in the Discord group, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. Mike. And if you have a question out there too, I think if you guys can't do this, let me know. I thought, I think I gave everyone the ability. If you have a question that you want people to see, I think the problem is people are posting stuff out there. Not everyone's checking it every day. Feel free for the, for, you know, for the foreseeable future for a little bit to at everyone. If you put at everyone, then everyone will get a notification. If you have a good question, you want everyone to kind of see, do that. It gives everyone a notification that you did it. Um, and then that way it kind of gets people back in to check and see your questions. I think a lot of people are putting questions and then not people, people aren't checking back in and uh, seeing those questions. So feel free to add everyone. Takes a while for those kinds of things to become a habit. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so not a big deal. Like I, there's no, you don't have to be out there. I don't, we don't make any money off this. For, <laughs> we just want community. So we're also, I still continue to check the Facebook group. So if you go to facebook.com slash group slash the average guy. Um, you could join the Facebook group. I'm still checking that. I work on Facebook. That's what I do for a living. 
So I'm on it all the time. You can find me there. It's probably the easiest way to find me on Facebook. So join the groups there. Some great uh, conversations going on there. We thought it's been a couple weeks, three, four, four weeks, uh, three weeks since we've had the 400 show and I got some email. Didn't get a chance to read it last week. Big thanks to Micah Librant who joined me last week and all the great stuff that we talked about there. Definitely like a kitchen gadget show, which are some of my favorites um, that we covered. Mike, she's got this really sweet espresso maker. That's like 600 bucks, but that's kind of, that's kind of medium actually. You know, the, the expensive true. ones are for a high quality espresso, maker, two, 3000. Right. Yeah. And so we had some conversations about that, but I got a couple emails, three or four from you guys. I thought I'd read them off uh, today. So just kind of catch up with you. Thanks. If you, if you want to send me an email, if you got something to say, you want me to read it on the show, by the way, if you send it to me, I'll probably read it just so you know, in advance. And, uh, um, so send me emails, Jim at the average guy.tv. All right. It's, it's, this one says, hi, Mike and Jim or Jim and Mike, either way. I've, uh, I've been an episode or two behind in my podcast listening. So I just caught up this weekend to home gadget geeks 400. I'm actually about to head out uh, on a run in San Francisco while I finish up 401. I just wanted to say a huge congratulations on getting to show 400 quite an accomplishment. Still listening every week, uh, between busy being busy with work and life who isn't right. Kid stuff. I haven't been able to be as inactive in the community, and it's been a while since I've been there. Now that I'm thinking about you guys tonight, I just signed up for the Discord group. So, John, thanks for doing that. I definitely owe you guys a Patreon sign-up. No pressure there, but if you want to do that, that's great. Surprised to hear uh, and glad to hear Jim mention my name a couple times on Show 400. This is John Greenaway, by the way, who has the most popular YouTube video <laughs> as well. While I know that show we did on Ecobee and Simply Safe had been the most visited at some point in time, I expected something else might have taken the crown over the last four years. No, John, it actually hadn't. Otherwise, I remain a huge, a huge home gadget geek in the truest sense. We moved across town about two years ago, and I left Simply Safe at my old place, and I recently adopted Ring Security in the new house. Nothing wrong with Simply Safe, but I just like the security slash door cam integration in with the Ring app. And the annual monitoring service costs are lower. Now I just need to get my family to start using it. <laughs> Beyond that, I've added a family robust Sonos setup around the house. We have echoes everywhere. Mine is going to answer here in just a second because I said that word. August smart locks uh, with the MyQ Chamberlain garage door system. We recently rolled out Amazon garage features. Haven't tried that yet, though, and I'm thinking my wife might veto that one. Finally, I'm curious how you guys are finding the stride kick. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. How you guys are finding the, the uh, stride kick integration app, and I mentioned on 399. I looked it up on the Google Play Store, but the reviews are fairly harsh. So I wanted to give it a couple of weeks to see if you guys thought it was doing its job. So I'll give it a shot. I'm using a Garmin integrated with, is it Strava? S-T-R-A-V-A. Is that Strava? Glad to hear you guys each week. Keep up the great work, John Greenaway. John, thanks for sending that email in. Uh, Mike, you've been in this space, Simply Safe. You know, ring. Yeah. Are you tempt? Are you tempted? Uh, you just kind of went all simply safe, right? I did. I went all simply safe. I got the doorbell and everything like that, and and it's been good ninety eight percent of the time. I will say. So I was actually away on vacation this past weekend. Uh, not vacation. I was out of town. I was at my sister's graduation, and I woke up one morning to five missed calls from Simply Safe, and I checked my thing and my alarm. My, uh, I had armed the system when we left town and my alarm had gone off at two 30 in the morning. And naturally your mind goes to, I mean, that's a prime time for a break-in. And we had left Petey home though. So, uh, we have a doggy door and Petey doesn't overeat so we can leave him for an entire weekend. And he's, he loves it. He gets the whole house to himself. He just enjoys it. So, uh, so I'm like, Oh, I was actually really worried about Petey. I'm like, if someone did break in, who cares about the stuff? We're not home. We're safe. But what about Petey? So I, uh, I go to check and no, no one had broken in. Um, the cops had come because I went and checked my security system. The sheriff had showed up. And I think Simply Safe knows, obviously they do, the difference between an away alarm and a home alarm. And since I was in away mode, they know that I'm not home. So they're not going to like bust down the door and check. He came up, he rang the doorbell, he shined his light in the windows, didn't see anything, and he left. But uh, I went back and watched the footage from inside. And what set it off was the motion sensor. And this has happened twice now. This is the second time this has happened. For some reason, uh, it's it's meant to 
disregard pets. Obviously, everyone has pets. So the motion sensors inside are not supposed to sense pets. But uh, if Petey gets up on the top of our couch, sometimes if he hears a noise, he gets up on top, almost like a cat, like on the very top part, and he stands up there. And that has set it off twice now. And so that's, I watch the camera. He gets up there. Sure enough, the motion alarm goes off. And I feel bad for him because the system is loud and it goes off for 10 minutes. And Petey hates loud noises. So I'm sure he was in our room. I don't have a camera in there, but I'm sure he was in there uh, hiding away. So besides those two incidents of him getting up there and tripping the motion alarm, uh, everything else has been fantastic with Simply Safe. Very high wife acceptance factor. I actually haven't had a problem getting my family to use it. Uh, Hannah loves it with the phone app. She can, if she forgets, she always logs into a phone and, and arms it. It's, it's been, it's been really good. You can adjust the sounds. So, so yeah, we've been loving simply save and obviously their response is really good. That was a test. The first time he triggered the motion alarm was actually when I was at work. So it was in the middle of the work day. Obviously I was in away mode again. They called me. And what they do is they have a visual verification. So since I have a simply safe camera inside, I say, Hey, can you guys check and see if you see anyone in the house? Um, they checked, they said, no, we don't see anyone. Cause you can see my front door. I said, is my front door intact? Cause that, I mean, really that's the only place and you can see everything. And I said, nope. And I said, okay, then you can ignore the alarm. Don't send anyone. So, but this time, uh, it was actually a pretty quick response time. I was surprised. It was eight minutes from the time my alarm went off to the time the sheriff was at my house. So not bad. Obviously it tells me though, that if I do have a home intruder, I'm, I'm taking care of that myself, uh, personally, which I'm okay with. Uh, but yeah, eight, eight minutes from the time that the alarm went off to the time when a sheriff was at my house looking in the window. So That's not terrible. I live in West Omaha, which everyone has known is a very, uh, it's not as monitored as other areas of the city. Cops are usually not as close, not as responsive. They don't have as many units in the area. So I was actually, I was, I was decently happy with, with eight minute response time, especially on an away call. Brian says in the chat room, Snickers must be his dog sets off, uh, ours when he jumps up on the kitchen table. Yeah, that would sound a lot like okay. Sounds it, a, yeah, something elevated. Maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe it's where the sensors are set. Maybe they're kind of like okay, they're not monitoring down low, which makes me think if you're an intruder, just walk like a dog. I was gonna you, say just stay really low. Is that the <laughs> is that the thing? I don't know. That's like the Mission Impossible sensors, you know, going across. These guys are crawling in the house, right? right uh, Tony says wife opened the garage ent- the the garage entrance door and then left the door the other day. Uh, during the grace period, the alarm went off. Wife oh, opened yeah. garage entrance door and then left the other day during the grace period. So when you hit period. away, you have like, you can gotcha. set to a different, you have 30 seconds or 60 seconds before it actually arms. So it gives you time to get out of the house, close the doors, gotcha. whatever. Gotcha. Oh, that's so, what the grace period is. is that yeah, that's, that's that grace period. So it shouldn't have gone off during the grace period, right. but it uh, looks like it did. And, and mine, I've noticed mine resets the grace period. If you open the door during that time. So I will, I will hit away, close the garage door and I'm in my garage and then I'll forget something. I'll go inside and it'll reset it back to a minute. Cause I have my grace period set to 60 seconds. Uh, Cause we are always forgetting something with the kids. So uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, it shouldn't have uh, set it off, but yeah, Brian, my dog is about probably the same size as yours. My dog's only 30 pounds, really small dog. And uh, yeah, same thing. Apparently it's when they get up high that it, it triggers it, which is, is super strange. Tony said that uh, simply safe called him too. Yep, so, they call so you. Hey, it works right. pretty well. They call you. Yeah. Say, hey, do you want me to send the cops? And I and you can allow them or not to do the visual verification. You don't have to give them access to your cameras. Uh, you have to opt into that, and I do. Um, so I opt in. The um, so thanks for the John. Thanks for sending that email. I appreciate that. I think we're maybe between as a community. We're probably between Simply Safe and Ring. Those are probably the two. Yeah, you know, or you're doing a completely DIY of your own. But I think that's kind of at least from what I'm hearing in the community, that seems to be where it's at. Last week, Mike, I mentioned we talked a little bit about coffee and Neil sent me a note. He said regarding Keurig, I like a simple but tasty regular cup of coffee. You and I were kind of talking about this uh, in the pre-show, I think, about scooters. And uh, he says, no frappy latte, blah, blah, blah. That's just me. Obviously, you have other tastes, but both my grandfather smokes cigars, uh, but they are not for me. I really like the Keurig K155, K155. It has a very short, simple brew path relative to the other models, easier to clean, less likely to accumulate oils. You can choose the beans I like, grind them in my choice of, of coarseness, put them into my hacked reusable filter, Mm -hmm. and exact 
uh, and filter the exact amount of coffee I wish. I am laughing all the way to the bank. It's a little bit cheaper to do it that way than to buy the Keurig's yeah. cups that way. Some of the Keurig's come with, a, uh, with, come with or support a reusable filter, but not this model. So he's kind of hacked that in. Good job. Oh, Dan. really? Yeah. My grinding wheel did the trick, though. I just shortened some reusable. I just shortened some reusable filters that I got at Amazon. A toast to everyone getting their beverage of choice. Keep them coming, Neil from near Cincinnati. So, Neil, thanks for that note as well. There is a whole underworld of people who hack these Keurig um, filters to make them because it's that's the thing, right? And shoot, if you're if you're hacking Keurig filters to save money, you are definitely not an espresso yeah. customer <laughs> because it's twice as expensive for the for the cups for those Nespresso's. Mike, it's interesting. Every time I talk about coffee, I kind of get this feedback. There's some folks like, oh, I just like a dark cup of, you know, chewy yep. cup of coffee. The latte thing's a little a little too much um, for most people. And that's okay. Again, you know, Neil says both his grandfather smoked cigars. It's not for him. It's okay. Like, you can do whatever you want. So, Neil, thanks for that feedback as well. Mike, you're, where, when, what's your go-to for coffee? What do you do? So to be honest, usually I drink the coffee at work. We have amazing coffee at work. Um, our CEO is like a coffee. He gets really a coffee. It's called actually called the Carson blend. A place in Omaha makes a blend of beans and we oh, get the man. whole beans and we grind nice. each one up for an individual pot. Uh, so, so really good coffee work. But for at home, we have a Keurig and we have, I'm not sure the model number, but we have the one that has the option for the Keurig carafe. So you can do a whole craft of coffee if you want from that Keurig. And we do have the option. I think ours does give you, cause I do have the uh, filter. If I want to grind my own beans, we're lazy. We go to Costco though. We get the cheapest, just K cups. I think it's actually really pretty, pretty affordable for 35, 40 cents. Maybe is probably, probably, yes, probably. Like but you yeah. know, for us, uh, Hannah's at work too. It's only on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So that big yeah. box from Costco lasts us a while. Yeah. And uh, because we're both drinking kind of work coffee. I drink the work coffee too. It's not very good. At okay. Gallup. We could do better. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do have an espresso at work too. And I bought coffee pods for it. So I'm making a really dark, thick. That's um, what I love too. And I add honey. So I get, oh, nice. um, I get, uh, what's the, fi- what, what, the weekend, what do we call those things when you have the farmer's market? There we go. Um, uh, we get the local. I never got there from what you were giving no, me. Okay. <laughs> I was having trouble getting there too. Okay. Uh, we I like to get the farmers market honey, and uh, and then I just take a spoonful of honey right into the coffee. They call that a coffee ole. Very for me, very very tasty. The right amount of sweet. Um, it's not sugary sweet. It's natural kind of sweet, and so no, you know that's the opposite of what I do. You know, normally when I do a latte, I'm cutting that coffee with a foam. Yeah, and milk and foam, and this is straight black with with honey, just as good for me. So that's one of those things I like. Uh, Tony Rayner says two splendas, two half and half. So everybody's got their own. Everybody's got their own coffee mix. Some yeah. folks love McDonald's. Duncan makes some great coffee. Waffle House makes some great coffee. I'm Duncan nourished. makes great coffee. Yeah. I love the Duncan. If I'm going to go somewhere, and if I'm going to get like a specialty drink, it's an Americano for me. So that's that's usually my. Uh, that's my specialty go-to. Justin says he goes iced, Turkish, or espresso, no sugar. Yeah, ooh, I had to put hair on your chest. <laughs> For sure, iced has milk. Yeah, lots of great coffee drinks. Uh, one of the gals at work had gone to Starbucks and had gotten this cold brew nitro. So oh, interesting. Just, seriously, they're nitro adding nitro? Coffee, uh-huh. Yeah. Nitro. Really? Well, you know what nitro does to a beer. Imagine what it do to coffee, the foam yeah. ahead, the, the crema would be ultra creamy without adding any kind of milk product. Right. So interesting. I'm, I'm going to have to give it a try. It is a $5 drink at Starbucks. That's, That's the thing. That's the crazy part. Like a, for a tall. Because we know. have, oh, we can order and they'll deliver around Starbucks um, like uh, three days of the week. And I've thought about it. I'm like, man, I just, it's just so expensive when you do it. I know. Because I, I love, they, they have a cold brew salted foam cold brew something like that at starbucks and it's amazing that salted caramel uh i, I love it but again a five dollar drink and it's mainly black coffee yeah. and when you get those sugary drinks there's not even that much coffee in it it's like a shot or two of espresso and the yeah. rest is just all sugar yeah so right on now um tony says duncan for rich hay i'm a big duncan fan 
Uh, we have a Duncan coming in. They're building it right now just down the street. So that's going to play in a little bit to what we're going to talk at the end of the show. So hang tight. Tim Horton, double-double, says uh, Ron out there. Other Jim says, I watched too much TV as a kid, so he drinks pop. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Ryan says, we have Nitro Joe's here in Wichita, a local brew. And um, you also have a Hertz Donuts down there in Wichita, oh, Ryan. Hertz and, and Lincoln. They have Hertz and Lincoln, yeah, too? they have a Hertz and Lincoln. Oh, man, that, that's yeah, tough. Some, it's good. some pretty great stuff. So, Ryan, thanks for that note. Uh, well, no, I, not thanks for the note. I'm going to read Ryan's. He says this. Speaking of that, Ryan's in the chat room. He says, I just want to say congratulations for hitting episode 400, starting somewhere around Episode 230, I came across Home Gadget Geeks, by the way, of Home Server Show. That goes way back, which I had just found as well. Many products have come and gone in my playlist, but Home Gadget Geeks is one of their one of those that stood the test of time. And I thank you for the entertainment. Hopefully, it's more entertainment than anything and information you provide on a weekly basis. I'm not going to get all sappy, but I just wanted to let you know that us listeners appreciate the work and dedication you give to the show. Many boring daily commutes, lawns mode, and flights have taken <laughs> uh, have been made much more enjoyable thanks to you guys and all your guests. Here's to another 400 uh, if you're up for it, Ryan. So, Ryan, thanks. And thanks, Ryan, for coming out on the live show. Ryan's always faithful. I always appreciate the live, you know, Tony and Brian and Ron and Justin and the folks. Emily used to come out for a while. We kind of have to ping her and say something must have come up on Thursday nights. But we appreciate you guys as well. It was fun to get uh, to 400. All right, last email. This comes from Jeff. He says, I emailed you a while ago regarding a mailbox sensor. Remember when we talked about that? Yeah, Mike? Of, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, you had suggested a product from, from Stitch uh, on Monoprice. I enclosed yes. a picture. I'll put the picture in the show notes uh, over at uh, theaveragegeguy.tv. I enclosed a picture and wanted you to know that it works very well. Thank you very much for your help. By the way, when is the show on live? I sent him a note. Is it on Saturdays? No. Saturdays is Ask the Podcast Coach. If, you want, if you're not doing anything on Saturday mornings and you want this kind of banter, except around podcasting, Dave Jackson and I get on here. Saturday mornings, 9 Eastern, 9.30 uh, Eastern, 10.30 Central. And uh, we do Ask the Podcast Coach. Thursday nights are, well, you're here live if you're listening to it. If you're not in the recorded, we'd love to have you come out and join us live. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, theaveragegeguy.tv slash live. Love to have you out there. He says, and one more thing, any new smart home devices uh, that, are new to, that, that are new to you and that you recommend. Mike, have you done anything in the last, let's just say, month? Any, any new smart home stuff in the last month? No, not with smart home. I've been okay. looking at running, uh, there are some applications you could run in a Docker on Unraid to get everything to go into HomeKit. And I've been thinking about that, you know, as I, I've been having my phone around sometimes when I haven't been near an A-Lady device. And it's been nice to have everything plugged into HomeKit, but nothing new. Yeah, yeah nothing new here, too. I, I got the, uh, you know, I got that device, the uh, the Hubitat. I haven't, I haven't installed it yet. You haven't installed it. I need to sit down and just get it installed. I just haven't. I know, I've been waiting to get your review of it. I know. No, it just hasn't been. I haven't had time. It's got a stack of papers on top of it right now. Yeah. And we've just, uh, I just haven't got it done. I, I'd love to say, I listen to podcasters all the time. And they're like, I'm so busy. No, no, no. Listen, you choose what to do. Like right. no, nobody is that busy. You choose to be that busy. Um, and so I'm not going to make excuses for it. I just haven't done it. So we'll, we'll have to the next round because I think I've got a lot of the items that I've wanted that have made things easy for me. Uh, with the exception of, I still do need a garage door opener, closer of some sort, right? That's on the list. But as far as security cameras, security system, lights, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, music around the house, automated TV, everything like that. Everything just works well right now. I don't have any pain points mm -hmm. and it's usually a pain point that'll get me to do something. And I'm sure there is something that I don't even realize there's an option for, but, uh, but no, we haven't hit any pain points lately. Everything is, is working really, really well. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting that itch for that room, that robot lawnmower again. I can't, I'd kind of gotten it out of my system because I didn't want to start building that thing in the midst of a move. I got a lot of things to repair. And as I was mowing my lawn on Wednesday and the mosquitoes were just flying up in the air. Yeah. I was like, damn it. I could have a robot lawnmower doing this thing. We would have. So I did notice one guy up the street does have one and 
you do need to make sure you pay really good attention when you're putting in the wires and actually spend a lot of time on the boundary wires because he's got all these weird boundaries. Like he's literally got a square on his yard of grass that's longer than everything else because he didn't put it in quite to the edge. And so the lawnmower gets to it and it leaves almost like a border. It looks like a frame to his yard that's of grass funny. that doesn't get cut. And I think that would be a total waste of it. Yeah. So uh, I did see his. I'm like, okay, that teaches you how you really spend some time on the wire install yeah. uh, when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's got me thinking. I almost started looking because I need, I, I'm really to the point where I need to figure out the, you know, how I'm going to, the, the locomotion of it. How am I going to move it? What am I going to use? What kind of device will get it going? So, um, and every time I think about that, I'm, I, I'm thinking, that's like, I know I'm going to spend like a thousand dollars to get that thing rolling, you know? Well, yeah, but you, I mean, but you're going to pay more than that for like a riding lawnmower or anything like that. Oh, really? no, 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 like, for I, sure. I've been thinking, okay, I got, I've been loving my riding lawnmower. I'm like, I could sell this thing and get the automatic Wait, wait you know, a lawnmower. I told you to do that. In the first you did. Place. I still love it. I still enjoy it. Uh, but some, but you know, then I get past winter time where I haven't had to mow at all. And I'm like, uh, well, it's really nice. And I have to worry about every single weekend finding time to, uh, go out and mow the lawn. <laughs> if you do that, you're so fast to do that. You buy it, you use it. I probably would. Yeah. And then just, God, I thought McCabe was bad. You are so bad at that. I I mean, well, it's Very good. Though. You, you are really good at selling things and then you make that money up. You get a good, uh, a good price for it. I, what I really need to do is get, I, I need to get the bottom of a electric wheelchair. That's the way this thing, those things are kind of designed that way. And then pull it off the wheelchair and retrofit it to the, de to the deck. I need to get the little swivel wheels out front. The back wheels will be the ones that do the turning. Yeah. You know, based on that. And um, I, I think if I could do that, it, and it would, I'd have two batteries. It would one for the, to spin the blade. And then one to run the run. It'd be heavy as crap. Like it would be. Oh my god, that thing would be super heavy. But and the only thing I worry about as your attorney is your liability for this thing. Like if the safety features aren't there, I see a lot of liability. Safety on you. Safety features. Yeah. See, right. I'm not an engineer. I know. Like, that's that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> That's exactly why I mentioned it. Dude. Uh, I know. Concerned. No, you're right, dude. You are so right. I'm going to run over the neighbor's dog. or And you wouldn't even know it. <laughs> no, dog. no. Well, the, the original thought was I would RC control it. So I'd buy an RC controller. And at first, I would run it off an RC controller. So it would be manual. And I'd yeah. kind of learn. Would this thing work and how it turns and some of those kinds oh, of things? Oh, pretty and, soon you'd have an FPV camera on the front. And you'd be sitting in the house with the DGI goggles. You'd just be sitting on the sofa, you know. Hands right, up like right. this, just yeah. Doing, just doing this kind of, yep. this kind of stuff, mowing the lawn. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know. I I need to come across a. I, I need to. The, the hard part is finding those those wheelchair parts at a reasonable price. Like that's just not an item that's out there for everybody. And those wheelchairs are pretty expensive. So I don't know. If you're out there, maybe you've got a. Maybe you've got a. Um, some thoughts for me around this. Maybe you work in that industry. Maybe you know some things. I don't know. Let me know. Jim at the average guy TV. Who knows? Maybe the robot lawnmower is not quite uh, dead just yet. Mike, I've been, um, when I turned 50 last year, you know, I got, I got really, uh, I got motivated to get, to get fit. So I, you know, lost a little weight. I ran a half marathon. I did. I biked 50 miles. It was over two days, but I biked 50 miles. I remember uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Almost because I almost killed myself doing the first because I didn't take any fluid or fuel or anything like that. And I uh, did 500 pushups. And then I have pretty much said, screw it since that day, like May 26th, which is my birthday. It's coming up here in, in about 10 days. Um. I, I kind of just said, I'm going to enjoy my life. You know what? I like, I'm 50. I'm in like, I'm just, and I have literally just done whatever I wanted. Like <laughs> eat, eat whatever I want. Go and you've I, enjoyed it, right? Oh man. It's so great. Yeah. Except I probably gained 50 pounds. I'm not going to lie. Like I carry it well, but man, the other day I was like, you know, I was looking at myself and I'm like, oh, you know, and I, I've been avoiding looking at myself because I'm like, I'm having such a good time. Like I'm having a good time, you know? Yeah. And, and <laughs> like that kind of good time. But, but 
Um, yeah, it's time. Like, okay, so I'm coming up on 51, and I'm like, okay, it's time to travel. It, it's time to get back to to where I was before, healthy and active. And we talked in the pre-show a little bit that kind of realized I'm I'm not sleeping enough. Like you guys have heard me talk about this on the show that I'm having trouble sleeping and just not doing a lot of things to help myself sleep. So I'm going to do some things like just going to bed. <laughs> like it's 10 o'clock, go to bed. Like there's nothing that important that need I need to be staying up for. Right. Get up at six, right? It's those kinds of things. I, I've actually done that now four days in a row where I've gotten eight hours of sleep each night. Dude, it's like a different world. Like I'll actually like myself. <laughs> you know, I'm like, You're the world wow. in color. It's weird. I'm like, holy crap. This is, this is pretty great. Well, uh, the B cycles, which you guys have heard me talk about before every yeah. year, the B cycle company here in Omaha makes upgrades and, and, um, and I've kind of given up on running. It's not a really great way to get in shape when you're my age anyways. And biking is super great, a lot easier on for you. So I am back in the B cycle world and coming back to them this year, it's still $10 a month. If you go to heartland.bcycle.com, um, is their site. They now have electric assist bikes, which, mm are awesome. Like I want to, I now like want to buy these. This is one of those where it senses like, so you start pedaling and if you're going up a hill, it'll kick in. And then it just kind of assists you up the hill. And we have some pretty good hills here in Omaha. It's not Denver. Okay. Okay. Denver. Sorry. It's not Denver. Right. Everybody's not Denver. (laughs) Um, No, we're not Denver, but um, it it is pretty. um, We still have some pretty good hills downtown. And I took the electric bikes out for the last two days and it has really brought some magic back to some motivation behind me biking to the point now where, okay, I'm getting electric assist, but I'm going a lot faster, which is a lot more fun. And um, I'm not going to do it all the time. Because I really, I need the workouts that the really crappy bikes, you know, the big, heavy, they're Trek bikes, right? right? These are the heaviest bicycles in the world. They only have three speeds. They're intentionally slow. Like they don't want you to go fast. They don't want you to get hurt, hurt um, on these things. But, but wow, the other thing they changed on their app here in town, which is cool, is you can see not only how many bikes, but what kind. Are they electric or are they just the manual kind, which is super cool. And then the new feature they added this time, and this, is, this changes everything for me because I was having to carry, I was carrying my ID and my credit card so I could check the bikes out. And yesterday I lost my driver's license as I was oh. biking. It just really sucks. I'm hoping somebody will mail it in. I'm hoping some some nice person will mail it and I don't have to go get a new one. Getting a new one. Losing a credit card, honestly, is worse because you have to shut off the credit card. And then all those things that go along with canceling a credit card, that really sucks. Driver's license, just go down to DMV, pay them 25 bucks, and they give you a new one. It's not that yeah. big of a deal. But it has been um, uh, having that. So now on the app, you just... You say where you're at and you put the number of the stall and the bike just pops out for you. Super great. Just charges Super. your card to the app. Yeah. Switch. Yeah. No. And I have a $10. So I have the $10 plan here in Omaha. It gets me an hour on the bike for free. And then it's $4 an hour after that. But if I check the bike in and check it back out, timer resets. A super great way, men and ladies, a super great way to get some fitness. I don't own a bike. I don't have to own a bike. We have, I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands of bikes in the Omaha area. I can just drive to one, jump on it, and get get a bike for exercise. It's a super great way of getting out, getting some sun, getting around Omaha, and getting some exercise. Mike, I'm, I'm kind of back. I've done it twice now, yesterday and today. And I'm like, God, I miss this during the winter. So super great to be back on the bike. Have you ever, have you looked at any kind of, any kind of the, the bike system? And now we're going to talk about in a second, they have those scooters. Have you, have you ever looked at any, using any of those? Yeah. Well, I, we loved the scooters. We went to Nashville, Tennessee, and we used the scooters to get around locally when we were down there for family vacation and we loved them. So I'm super excited to actually use those in downtown. But from where I'm at, Jim, there's really no easy place to access those bikes. You know, I don't uh, work downtown or anything like that. So we actually, Hannah and I have our own bikes and I, we use them every once in a while. We now have the burly that attaches to the back for the boys, which, you know, makes us use them a little bit more. 
but no, you know, I haven't used the ones we check out very often. When those are nice, though, is when I'm with a group like our family and, you know, we were down in Exarban Village and we were uh, watching a movie at the movie theater and then decided to take a little bike ride. And we were all able to, you know, check out the bikes and, and go from there, which makes it super easy. I think that was the draw for us for the scooters too in Nashville, which was, we don't need to pile in the car and go anywhere anymore. We just find five scooters, each get out our phone and check them out on the app. And it works really well. Have you tried the scooters yet here in Omaha? No, I haven't. Not the ones that are here. Have oh, you? They're great. Yeah. Not, not the ones that are here, but I think okay. it's lime that's here. So it, lime is the company we used uh, down in Nashville as well. So the Omaha World Herald wrote a note. It said electric scooters showed up in clusters in downtown, which um, this is what they do, right? They put the scooters every day. Somebody comes around and collects all the scooters and charges them. And then in the in the morning, they redeposit them around town. And yeah, you get paid for that. I've thought about becoming a juicer here. Yeah. Because you can get paid for it. You take them home. You put them in your car. You take them home. And then they tell you, you need to have them back out by a certain point, though. That's mm-hmm. the hard part. Drop them, uh, drop drop them back, back out. out. Yeah, but if you're a Creighton student, get on this. Like, yeah. easiest way to make some money. Well, they've put uh, uh, Midtown, Downtown, Midtown, Exarbon, Blackstone, and Benson. Those are all super hip areas of Omaha right now. They've all gone through revitalizations in the last 10 or 15 years. And so you can ride them around. I'm seeing them all over the place. Tuesday, Omaha Mayor Gene Stoddard signed a resolution allowing the scooters to be in the city, part of a six-month trial. But uh, some doctors have con- some concerns. There's some safety concerns, right? Wearing helmets. A lot of people aren't wearing helmets. And you probably should with these. Nobody carries around a helmet except me. Because no. I, I always have a helmet in my car just in case I a bike okay. a bike ride breaks out. You know, you never yeah. know when, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when a bike ride's going to break out. It's part of my EDC, right? Your everyday carries a helmet. <laughs> It's a, yeah, it's a helmet in my bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Scooters are beefier than one might expect. They're also much easier to use uh, than yes, one might fear, true. right? And that's what you're saying. Yeah, my mother-in-law, um, she was kind of afraid at first, and she jumped on, and it and took her you know, a minute or two, and she figured it out super easy. And fully electric. You don't need, you don't push these at all. They are fully electric scooters. Yeah. So you no, yeah, no workout. Somebody asked me that, like, uh, the trainer actually at Gallup, I was telling her about the bikes and the new electric bikes. And she goes, have you tried the new scooters? And I'm like, well, Sam, they're not really a workout. No, <laughs> like you just get on them. So, but it would be a fun thing to do with a family. Like you're saying, right. Get the family on them and zip oh, around. Town. Yeah. 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 So really Del- affordable. What, how much? And so when you were in Nashville, how much were they? It was a dollar to unlock. And then uh, uh, I want to say, you know, five cents a minute or something like that, or 10 cents a minute, if that sounds right. Okay. I think we would do like 30 minute rides and it'd be like five bucks or something like that, six bucks, maybe. Yeah, maybe and that's about more. what it costs to rent these bikes for an hour. Yeah. So I think there's six bucks an hour if you rent the bikes here in town. So downtown, the Lion, I, I, I pay the monthly subscription. It's $10 and I get unlimited one hour usage as long as I'm checking it back in. It says download the Lime app, register your account, then use the app in your eyeballs to find a scooter. They're all over downtown. I can't, it's crazy where they're at. I, I've even thought about parking someplace and then taking a scooter to Gallup just to, you know. Oh, you should do it one day just to try it out. Cause they're super fun. And I can but just leave it out front, right? You just leave it out front. Yep. Yeah. So uh, let's see. You leave it anywhere. That's the best part. You just park it. There are certain no park zones, at least in Nashville. So in Nashville, along their main strip of Nashville, you were not allowed to park it. You had to get one block outside and leave the scooter there. Uh, But yeah, you just scan it with your phone, starts charging and then park it and go. Uh, Other Jim says, good way to break an angle. Absolutely. Like, you know, you got to be careful with these. He also says he thinks bird scooters will give you a helmet. We have bird and lime here. Yeah, bird uh, weren't bad either, but the Lime ones seem to be better quality because so Nashville had bird and Lime. So we downloaded both apps to see. And uh, and Lime seemed to be a little bit better quality for the ones we rode. We rode them a ton. I mean, that was the one way we got around for an entire week. <laughs> Joe says, once you have kids, you'll uh, you'll never wear a public helmet. Yeah, that's true. It says, uh, then use your phone, scan a barcode on the scooter, punch a button and or two, and you're off and ready to go. Helmets are recommended but not provided, so bring one or know that you're at risk of falling off. The app shows the green area of operation that encompasses much of Omaha with borders set approximately Interstate 680 on the west, Interstate 80 on the south. I mean, you couldn't go all the way to, down to the zoo. 
So you couldn't ride these to the zoo. That's a bummer because the zoo's on the south side of I-80. Yeah, right. You couldn't. Uh, that'd be a good. They need to have bikes down at the zoo, too. I don't know why they don't. Uh, Sorensen Parkway to the north, which is pretty far north in Iowa and the Iowa-Nebraska border on the east. That's a pretty big area when you think about size. That's a lot. Several areas where scooters are not allowed are marked in red, such as the construction areas at the, Jane Le- at the Jean Leahy Mall. The scooters are driven to be met on the to, to be driven on the street, just like a bicycle. And for the most part, during our 11 minute ride, we were treated like bicyclists by other drivers in Omaha, which isn't a particularly bike friendly city. That is an that is a gross understatement. Like it's horrible here for biking. Right. It's awful. It's a good thing and a bad thing. During our uh, during our little putt around downtown, we topped out at about 16 miles an hour, which is pretty fast on a scooter. And successfully dodged each pothole that came our way. We have a lot this year. The scooters were surprisingly well balanced, and we gained confidence as we were rolling along. Um, I'm I am noticing just in my time out on the bike, I'm seeing a lot of these. A lot of the schools out, so I'm seeing a lot of students kind of cruising around the downtown area. Our downtown area does have some really good spots and some trails you can take them on. Our 11-minute ride, which is about 0.7 miles, costed $4.19, including the dollar it cost to upfront to activate the scooter. Yep. So it won't save you much money over an Uber, but it is much more enjoyable for, as a ride, and we don't have to talk to strangers. And you know, Jim, I, so I just opened up the app. This is a very large area you could have these. This goes, so I'm going to show it to you, and you'll know Omaha. If you see that, that area there, I mean, that goes all the way out to 680. Yeah. I mean, so you can grab these anywhere. There are a ton. I was kind of zooming in and out of where they're available. I mean, Exarbon. Take that out to West Roads. <laughs> there's ones in North O. There's, they yeah. dropped a bunch in. Uh, oh, that's that's uh, Benson, I think. Yeah. Um, yep. That is a Benson. Yeah, all Benson, over. Benson, Exarbon. Those, you know, those are just two hot spots. Um, do you know what time they pick them up at night? Is there a certain uh, time no, when they when they I think they it? constantly have people going around and picking them up based on the charge level. Okay. So I think you can go and pick them up at any time uh, if they're if they're low on juice. But usually, I think you had to have them back on the streets by five thirty in the morning or six or something like that. What happens if you go out of bounds? Uh, you get charged a bunch. You have oh, to keep okay. them parked, and you also get fined for like the no park zones. Uh, you'll get fined for parking them in those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Justin says, just start writing them out from the center of the limits. Yeah. And so there's none left in the center. I've actually, the, the, yesterday when I went out to ride the bikes, there were no electric bikes downtown. So I went out to one where there was an electric bike and I picked it up and I brought it back downtown. So we'd have some. And I thought, well, I'll just start ferrying electric bikes in to get them so that they'll, because, you know, those kinds of things, once they're there, they'll kind of stay around for a while. Well, this morning when I checked the map, there were six downtown already. So, Somebody else must have had them out or whatever and returned them back down to the bridge. And uh, and I used them there. So two, what I think, really cool ways of, of getting transportation. One, I wish the bikes would come down to Bellevue because I definitely would ride. I'd love, if I could get an electric bike and ride it from close to my house to work and check it in and then check it out and bring it back. Man, that's a 10 mile. That's not bad. Like I could do that easy. Yeah. Um, but we don't, they don't go that far south. Um, so we don't, we don't, we don't have that. Um, I may take Sarah out and, and just one, one evening, take her out and ride these scooters around and just have some, you should take and her to dinner. The, and, uh, and, use the referral code, you know, obviously okay. so like I'll invite you, then yeah. you invite her. And so everyone gets all the credits. It's kind of like back in the day when Uber was just starting up super beneficial to get people to sign up with uh, your referral code. You get some free rides. Yeah. We, um, so that being said, when we think about the bikes and a little better fitness, um, we've been trying stride kick and we found that and men have been messing around with it. And I don't know if we've done enough on it yet to really kind of test it. John was kind of asking, didn't get great reviews. We haven't done that much with it to this point. Well, so we haven't I'm, done another competition since our first one. No, I know. We just, it just, just hasn't worked. Up. It just hasn't worked. So I'm going to really work hard on kind of getting back into the app and kind of making it a weekly thing. Mike, you and I challenge each other on our 
Apple stuff all the time. By the way, if you have an Apple Watch and you want to join the group, send me an email and I'll we'll get I'll get, we'll get you. Did connected. you accept mine from today? Are we are I we did. starting one tomorrow? Yeah, starts okay, tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Okay, yeah. I gotta make it to the gym tomorrow. Then. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> starts tomorrow. Today was a great day for me, and I wasn't even in a challenge. Oh, uh, that yeah. I today was not going to be a good day for me. These last two being at the CLE, so I was like, okay, I'll wait and challenge them tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to get a little bit as summer kind of progresses, I'd kind of like to get back on the fitness bandwagon and get working out with you, not just you, Mike, but those, everybody that's listening. So if you haven't joined us on stride kick, there's, I just download the app and let's see, how do they connect? I think I put a link. I'll put a, Hmm. I think you need to follow me. I had a way of doing this and I've already forgotten how to do it in the show notes will be the link. I'll figure this out. Get connected with me. We'll get back together. See, it's been so long since I've been in the app. I've forgotten how to do it. So I want to jump back in there. Let's get things going again. Get it downloaded. Stride Kick is what it's called. Get it downloaded. Connect with me. And we'll figure out how to get you in. I'd love to get some challenges going again. And uh, those are always super helpful for me. It's been a while since I've been challenged to go walk the Walmart aisles and uh, and get a mile in in an hour. So let's get that. Uh, let's get in there. Get that done. Attempting, maybe I'd I'd love a couple. One of the things I'm kind of working for to get ready is there's a vertical mile challenge that takes place every winter. It trek up the tower. So many of you know I've talked about this. It comes around in February. It's 40 flights upstairs. Nobody likes doing that. It's pretty hard to do. I've done it 11 years in a row now. It, and weight matters for trek up the tower. Every pound hurts. <laughs> Flights you have. Uh, they a couple years ago started this vertical mile challenge. So instead of just one time up, it's now ten and some change. That equals climbing a mile. And uh, I think I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna go for it this uh, this this coming February. Now that being said, being as heavy as I am now will not pay off or be nice. I would rather be a whole bunch lighter going into that that climb. So join me on this. Let's all get a little bit fitter and a little less fatter. And, uh, and I'd love to get some great fitness and health going on around the community again. So get in there and, uh, and let's get this done. Mike, uh, let's, uh, we've talked, we've done, we've talked a lot of fitness. Let's kind of get back to the last topic here of the evening. You've got some stuff about NextCloud. Yeah. So NextCloud, uh, as you guys know, I've been talking about, it. I actually got a few messages on Discord. There are actually, I think, two people that messaged me privately on Discord asking about, you know, what was that cloud service you were talking about uh, that you run on your own and tell me more about it. And so I was letting them know that with Unraid or with really with any uh, hardware that can run Docker, NextCloud is a fantastic option for setting up your own personal cloud. And I've been loving it. And I told him that, you know, as time has progressed, I've added in, you know, that's where all of our contacts are stored now. That's where all of our calendars are stored now for our family. So my contacts, Hannah's contacts, all of our calendars, families in personal are stored on there. And it's it's been flawless. Well, they have a feature. And Tim, I had no use for this feature. This is just one of those like, oh, they have it. And I wanted to use it and get it set up. But it's called NextCloud Talk. So imagine if you are a small business or even a large enterprise, but especially if you're a small business and you were using NextCloud as your file storage and your calendar and your contact, and you wanted another way to communicate, but you wouldn't want it to be secure, right? You didn't want to use Slack. So think of things like Slack, Facebook Messenger, uh, any sort of messaging service, especially one that has video and audio conferencing built in. You know, a lot of times if you're not using um, a paid service, that can get a little bit pricey for, you know, video conferencing, especially one where you can share your screen, things like that. So think of Google Hangouts. It's actually a lot like Google Hangouts. Uh, but you can use it, obviously, for internal communication. I was like, this is just really cool. I'm, I'm shocked. This is as easy as adding an add-in to NextCloud, a built-in one. You just go to the App Store in NextCloud and you say, oh, add the talk, add in, and, and there you go. So I was like, okay, we got to try this out because it looks pretty pretty darn cool. Well, I added it and there are some specific modifications though that you know need to be made or things you need to set up to get it working really well. And uh, you know, so Jim, you, you know how these projects turn into like one thing leads to another and you learn, but I've learned a ton going throughout this process. And uh, I'll just put a disclaimer out there now. I don't end up getting it working. So <laughs> there's the spoiler. I don't end up getting this working perfectly, but it does work really well in certain circumstances. But to get NextCloud Talk to work well, you need what's called a turn server. 
So a turn server in combination with a stun server, but the Nextcloud offers you their stun server to use. But you also, uh, if you're going outside the local LAN network, you'll need, or if you have firewall rules, anything like that, you'll need a turn server. So did a lot of research, ended up setting up, uh, you can use Coturn, which is for, if you have a Linux, uh, it's, it's in all the distros for, for Linux. You can easily grab it from the repository, you know, install it and get it configured. So getting a turn server wasn't too difficult. I set one up on a Raspberry Pi. I threw Raspbian on a Raspberry Pi, threw it on my network and set up the turn server. Um, but so Nextcloud, I got it to work great between browsers on computers. If you and I were both on Jim, I could invite you and you can even invite guests, which is really cool. So I could give you a link and you and I could do this podcast via my Nextcloud talk all from my own server, not hosted anywhere else. Works really well in a browser. And then you can invite guests or users of your Nextcloud, whatever you want to do. Um, the issue I read into, though, was on iOS devices. The iOS device, uh, you cannot initiate, at least through the app, a video call. You video call them, but if you're going to answer it on an iOS device, the answering iOS device can only answer in audio mode. And then when you go to switch it to a video call, something wasn't working right. So I couldn't get it worked because I wanted Hannah to use it as like our personal FaceTime. Like this, would, it, would, it would be really cool to use. And like I said, between browsers on computers or between an iOS device and a computer, it actually works really well. Um, still working on that to get it going. So haven't been able to get it to run perfectly, but it uh, it was really cool to have something like that running totally on your own hardware to be able to say, I'm hosting this entire, like I was doing web calls between my browser here and my iPhone. And I even called Hannah from work because I had the app installed on her phone and it was perfect. I mean, it's, it's, it, was, it was just as good as a FaceTime call, and it was all being hosted here internally. So I, just, I thought that was super cool. If, if you're one of those guys who doesn't like, oh, I'm going to stick it to the man. Don't rely on outside people. I'm not, I don't trust Google. I don't trust Apple. I don't trust anyone. I want to run it on my own. This is for you. Like This is what it's meant for. And the fact that you can add guests in, you can have it be your entire family chat. You can attach files. It's a, it's a full function chat. The chat works perfectly. So I can get on my iOS and you can use the chat feature looks just like any other uh, chat app. And so it's just something, like I said, Jim, nothing I even needed because I'm like, okay, Hannah's not even going to use it. She's going to text me. And we're going to go back to FaceTime. But it was just one of those, once you know it's an option, okay, I got to get it working. And so getting myself into a stun and turn server, getting code turn set up on Raspbian, uh, it was just it was just a fun project. It gave me another thing to get excited about for the last two nights and I have a little project to do. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's still baffling me. So I'm still, you know, tweaking and trying to get it to work perfectly but uh yeah it's it's been a good time it kind of reminds me when i set up you can do voice calls over the uh the amazon assistant app on your phone to your echo device your amazon device oh i said echo again and um you're thinking um Mm. i'm on a device that makes phone calls that i could just say to Siri, yeah, call that person, but I'm not doing that. You know, instead, no, I go into the app, I gotta open it up, I gotta, I gotta enable the call, I gotta tell it where to call and what to do. Um, I mean, it does, you gotta kind of file that mic under solving problems that don't exist. I'm not saying you are, it, you said you're doing this for fun, like it's one of these challenges, you just wanted to know you could do it, but you know, think about who wrote the code for this, and you're like, what problem was this person trying to solve that like couldn't be done a million different ways? Right. But I guess they did it because you can, you never know. Right. Obviously it. Well, and it's perfect for small businesses. That's what it's intended for. It's intended for you're already in the next cloud environment. Why leave? And having that all stored locally, and especially if you need security and audit logs, and if you're really worried about privacy, it's actually really it's a it's a it's a good option. Yeah, yeah. No, that that makes sense. Those are super fun things to do. I just I remember I was coming home from Lincoln. I'd done a I'd been speaking there or something, and I was listening to a podcast, and somebody was talking about this new feature that had been enabled, and I'm like, really? I didn't know I could do this. So I point bring up my, you know, my my Amazon app and find my device and call it. And Sarah's like, hello. Cause it, you know, it rings on the, it yeah. rings on the device. Hello. And I'm like, Hey, can you hear me? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm calling, you know, well, it, it's, it is kind of cool that you could call directly from device to device. 
there might be some times when that's super handy. Uh, but I could we use also it all the time here at home. Yeah, because yeah. I have one right intercom. here on my desk. Yeah, and uh, yeah. intercom. Intercom the, is the best. Place. If our house is a little bit bigger, I think maybe I need it. But I can literally—it's just two stories, and I can literally yell in, you know, or say yeah. something, and you can kind of hear it. So we don't uh, we don't use it as often as we can. No, super cool. Super cool. Well, with that, I think uh, we'll call it 402. I should mention my daughter, Samantha, was supposed to be on the show tonight. She got a little, uh, she didn't have the greatest day ever and uh, just asked if she could uh, take a rain check. So we'll have her back on, talk a little bit about college tech. She's my daughter, so she's a huge nerd and uh, and loves her tech. And so we'll, uh, we'll have her back on the show. Mike, thanks for being uh, willing to jump in here and keep things rolling. We're um, never at a loss for words, Jim. No, it doesn't uh, doesn't seem to be that way. We can uh, jump in here. Hopefully you enjoyed it as well uh, and, and appreciate your feedback. We're, as we look out into the next, oh, nine or 10 of these, I don't have a lot of stuff lined up. Mike and I will be bringing some stuff. If you're thinking about it, we'll get Aaron back and some other things. But uh, if you're thinking about, got some topics, you got some guests, some of those kinds of things. Uh, now it'd be a good time going into a busy couple weeks with work. I'm not exactly sure which Thursday nights, uh, will be on and which ones we won't at this point. It doesn't look like I I'm going to miss any, but you never really know. Stay close. I announced it on Twitter when we're not going to make it. And so you can follow me, Jim, uh, uh no, Jay Collison on Twitter. Mike is a Uyghur tech. If you want to follow them over here, if you want to join us on Patreon, you can do that as well. Just go to theaverageguy.tv slash support. That will get you there, I think, slash Patreon. Get you there as well. Join the Discord group, um, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. You can send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash theaverageguy. Gets you that there as well. Remind you that the average guy TV platform, both web and media hosting, powered by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. You know that's Christian. He'd love to do it for you. Plan start at 10 bucks. Maybe you just need some web space. Christian can pretty much do anything for you. 10 bucks a month, super affordable, super secure. The kid does some amazing work. And uh, you want to, if you want more information, visit maplegrovepartners.com. Don't forget about the app. Love to have you download that. Have it on the road. If you're traveling, best way to listen, homegadgetgeeks.com. Mike, it was super cool. Uh, Sarah was gone. She went down to San Diego. So it was just Sammy and I got a chance to cook a couple HelloFresh meals. Just with Sammy. In fact, we had bought the four-person meals while Sarah was gone, so we'd have some leftovers. And one of the nights, my son and his girlfriend came over, and man, guess what? We had just the right amount of food for him. It was super cool. We had, we had some ravioli. I, my daughter made it. She made the whole thing. Like it was super good, um, super easy, and a, just a great way. In fact, tonight is coming home. A little miscommunication. I came in, she was making dinner. I had pizzas in my hand. Uh, I was, she's like, oh, she's already having a bad day. She's like, oh, and I'm like, don't worry about it. We'll put the pizzas in the fridge. Yeah. It'll be just fine. They'll be, in fact, they'll be better tomorrow. Uh, but she, we did a, a kind of a crusted chicken and then the little, the little grape um, size uh, tomatoes. Is oh, Yeah. Favorite. The cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes sliced in half, and she roasted both of those, and then we had pasta Taste. along with it. Oh, dude, my, this, is, this is my daughter making this stuff. Like, you could too, right? So if you haven't done it yet, um, I've got a link on in the show notes that gets you 40 bucks off or whatever. I've got some super links that get you a week for free. If you want to try HelloFresh, great way to give. Get, this is the time of the year, by the way. Mike, the other thing we've been doing is just grilling the meat. So they send you meat. You could... It's meant to cook in the oven or whatever. You can take that stuff out there and throw it on the grill and uh, and grill it that way. Great ways to great ways to do it. Then bring it in and do whatever you need to do with it. Um, great way to get it done tonight. I probably would have preferred if I would have known what was going on. I probably would have grilled that chicken for her instead of uh, instead of um, you know baking it. And then the other night it was great. Last week so when Sarah was gone. We went to Fairway and got just four of the biggest bacon wrap steaks we could find. Nothing better than that. Oh, dude. So good. So we made those. Roasted the corn. If you haven't done this yet, take your corn. Don't even take it off the, don't even, don't peel it. And the more in the, in the, in the husk you can get, the better. Just throw it on the grill on a high heat. Just cook that until all the husks are burned off. Take a knife, 
pop those kernels off the off it, and so you just have the corn. It's kind of roasted, and it's got this yummy flavor to it. Throw that into a cast iron skillet with a little butter and some bacon really? bits. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Let me tell you. You can eat it plain. It can go in burritos. You can throw it into, in, into recipes. We've put it in things. But that roasted corn, oh, my God, dude. It is so it is so good. That's something I I just one day I'm like, I wonder what this would I wonder what this would taste like. Yeah. And uh turned out uh super good. So an and a super easy thing to do if you have a cast iron skillet, really easy to do. A little bit of butter, a little bit of bacon bits, throw that in there. Something when you're gr- when you grill that, and I don't even put anything on the corn, I don't soak it in water. I just put it right on I, I buy it at Baker's in the summer, I bring it home and put it right on the grill, cook it till the husks are burned off. Super great. Pair it with anything. So it's coming to, to be that time of the year. And I'd uh, love to hear what you're doing on your grill. You know what I'd love? I'd love some grill pictures, just to be honest. Send those in if you're how you're grilling, what you're grilling, what you're doing. Drop it in the Discord group. Drop it in the Facebook group. I'd love to see. It's coming to be that time of year in a lot of places. What are you grilling? I want to see your best or worst. doesn't matter. Grill pictures. Uh, what are you doing on that? Send them to me, Jim at the average guy.tv. Drop them in any of the groups. I'd, I'd just love to see, or maybe even your favorite recipe. Mark Robson is famous. He goes to all these cooking classes. This guy can smoke meat like there is and, and grill it and barbecue it and all that other good stuff. I'd love to see what you're doing. So get those to us. Mike, when's your next? You get you get you got a grill party planned at this point? Uh, not a grill party. No, I've got some wings in the fridge that need to be cooked though. Uh, but no, not a big party yet. Nothing planned. Right. I think we might do some over Memorial Day though. Obviously. So we'll okay. see. Yeah, it's coming up two weeks away, yeah, and yeah. Uh, maybe that's the best time to send me your pictures. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Oh, by the way, crypto is back. Like, how am I? We're going to talk about that in the crisp in the crypto post show, if I can say it. It's hard to say fast. Crypto's back, baby. Like, holy cow, it has come back with a vengeance. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not making this up. Like, holy smokes. And I thought it'd be a flash in the pan. Last two weeks, yikes. Like, pretty amazing. We'll talk about that in the post show, so don't go anywhere. We actually, for the first time in like two years, have some, well, maybe 18 months, have some really good news for you around crypto. So stay around for the post show. Uh, And with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.